0: Oh, it's the breath Welcome to Vocalscope. I am sat here in glorious East Bergholt with a wonderful woman called Debbie Winter. Now Debbie you lectured in law and sang professionally on the jazz scene before deciding to change careers and you became a vocal coach when you identified a lack of high quality training and certification opportunities you founded a rather rather, <laughs> rather marvelous it's so it's so marvelous i can't even <laughs> tell you <laughs> organisation called voice workshop You've worked in partnership with Cardiff Metropolitan University and leading UK-based pedagogies to pedagogues to develop a unique training pathway in professional practice with an emphasis on voice pedagogy. Now, Voice Workshop has achieved formal accreditation through the University of Wales, Trinity St David, and you now have a spectacular MA pathway in voice pedagogy which has been uh, developed by your amazing team. Not only that, you head the Facebook group Voice Geek, which is an (laughs) incredibly popular forum for sharing and discussing new research and, and a huge amount of opinions. And you run the Voice Geek Conference, which you establish to enable new researchers to present alongside leading pedagogues. Debbie Winter, you have revolu- revolutionised training opportunities for voice practitioners in the UK. Welcome to Vocal Scope. <laughs> You're an you. absolute marvel. I thought I was a busy woman.
1: <laughs> and my first question Actually, when you say all that, I think, gosh, I feel exhausted.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and my first question to you is, when do you find
1: time to breathe? <laughs> How do you do all that? <laughs> um I don't know really, I don't know that I do breathe. I, I get up very early. Yes. And I think that helps.
0: Yes, get it all done.
1: And I do work around, I do stop work. People think I'd work all hours, but I work quite odd hours I think. So I do work around my daughter pretty much. So I have large gaps of time where I'm out with her. And then um, I sort of split shift really, so I start again in the evening.
0: It's amazing, it's amazing. A lot of organization. (laughs) Now- um, A lot of chaos. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Organized though, organized. (laughs) Um, I've been on lots of the courses that you've uh, run and I think that they are really fantastic. So um, tell me about the range of inspirational and innovative projects that are being undertaken by your students who are involved in the MA pathway. And you also have the PCert, don't you?
1: Yes, so the MA is structured so that you can do it in stages. So one of the things that I've learned over the years is just how crazy busy boys coaches are and some of them have got maybe five, six jobs. So I've structured it so I've really flexed the course to fit their needs, so I've structured it really so that they can exit because sometimes people get amazing job offers or they have sad news, maybe a bereavement or so yes, yeah, so you can do the P G for sixty credits and then you go on to the MA, so it's quite a structured pathway. But oh. in terms of your question, um, it's the students really that have kept me going. Really? Oh yeah. So it amazing. wasn't planned. I didn't sit here and go, "I know, I'm going to run an MA," which I don't even know. I have done it really. It was all because I was blocked with opportunities, and mm. um, and that was really how it was created. So, in the first instance, I campaigned. I approached Cardiff Met Uni to do a 30 credit level six unit. It was just one tiny weeny unit, mm. and it kind of went a bit horribly wrong, really, with a story that I won't bore you with. But it led to, it it good that came out of it was that it led to the PG Cert. But it's the students' work. When, this, when the students started to do their assignments, and I think because Vocalped is in such a youthful state, yes. they were going, cutting across different disciplines with a fearlessness, I suppose, that you expect creatives to do. And when their work came in, I, it just dawned on me. I just sat there and I thought, oh my, what have I done? It was kind of, I was in awe, but also I was, it suddenly, I realised it was a responsibility that was beyond somebody getting a qualification. And I think that's what's kept me going, to to sort of really fight to try and get opportunities for them.
0: Yes, because of the power of the work, because they're doing incredible projects, aren't they? Can you talk to us about some of the projects that you're seeing?
1: Well, some of them are, are really deeply moving, because they, they... Uh, for example, one, one girl's done a, a whole raft of projects on Parkinson's, and she's combined dalcroze uh, crows, and lots of different elements together with the functional stuff to create a really innovative programme, and she worked alongside, her name's um, Elizabeth Drawal, or Elizabeth Stuttard, depending which name she's going under, mm. and she's worked with um, an umbrella group, Parkinson's umbrella group, to actually get the work out there. And when her project came in, I mean, we were, uh, it was me and a team, the, the professional practice team, so it's about three, four people that go over the work. Yes. We were, wow, absolutely, wow, um, this is big stuff. Um, and Peter Treadwell, who really mentored me and saved the program in lots of ways, said to me, you know what you've done? You've created this amazing community of practice and you've got wow. to do something with it. He said, you can't just, just not just about their work gotta do something with it so yes it's been quite a journey I've got another girl who I actually just give a bursary to um, Emily Fowkes, who's done some really incredible work with pain and she looked she pulled apart all of the research on chronic pain and um, found that there were links with singing being able to relieve extreme levels of pain and she's gone on to work with people who just been at their wits' end with pay. so, so sometimes you know the work is, is is so powerful. That's so moving. And she she was on the radio. She's been on the Daily Mail, and she's been she's campaigned to try and get money and funding, um, and she worked with Snake Maltings as well, who I think put her in contact with the, with the NHS. So she's kind of bringing stuff together, and I think that's what's so mind blowing. Mm. And they're not they're not all doing um, social of course cool sort of social work, but um, quite a large percentage. I've got a, a Sophie Garner she's doing with um, stroke patients. Yes. Uh, and, yeah, she did a whole research project looking at what they respond to. And so, for example, they really respond to touch, heptatic heptac- 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 touch, I think it's I've got that right, might have got that wrong, but anyway, an <laughs> H. <laughs> And the stroke unit, when she was singing with them, and was she, she, she'll go right to them and she'll hold their hands and really look into their eyes and it tr- has triggered certain, certain neural pathways, they've mm. seen an acceleration of um, them getting a lot better. Wow. So, yeah. So her that is, just is
0: phenomenal. You are facilitating all of that extraordinary work.
1: I think the course for me, the course is so free. I think because it's professional practice, so it we meet you halfway. So you come to us with your, your, experience, Mm. which is huge,
0: and and interest.
1: Yes, and then you go off, and we go. Okay, wow. Mm. So I think what's so exciting about it is that they, I just never know where it's going to go. Not from one year to the next. Somebody looking at dysmusia at the moment, which blew me away because it's very different to dyslexia and there's all this stuff that's not really being looked at so it's interesting because we start with the functional stuff uh, but they know, students don't seem to stay there they go off yes into other realms amazing, amazing. Yeah.
0: how fantastic and on Scope we're hoping to feature some of those projects yes. and some of those researchers because that work needs to be known about doesn't it it needs to be heard
1: it needs to be heard and also i think What's also happening, I have been working with a chap called Ben McPherson as well, who recently, who runs the Interdisciplinary Journal of Voice Studies, he's the editor. And I said to him, you know, how many writers are we losing mm. through do a project and then it goes in a drawer? Mm. And then they don't carry on. And I think I think to have the bravery to continue that work, there's gotta be some kind of
0: celebration get, of yeah, it. Yeah, it's got to be some mm. celebration.
1: You've got to get something from it. So yes. we're trying to work out ways in which we can facilitate getting publicity opportunities and yes. getting the work, just getting the work out there because then they'll carry on with it. Yes, yes. And that's the thing is I think it's a lot of people come on to MAs and it's like the MA now got the qualification but actually it's the work
0: that's it's the, the work that day. they've produced through yeah. it so they get a platform as well don't they at the v- voice geek conference that's an opportunity to yes. share yeah with they their have, peers they
1: compete for it though so when I first set I wanted to run a conference to showcase their work and I actually had a bit of a tantrum <laughs> <So> <laughs> it was like because I did an internal one and it was like they didn't really value it
0: an internal tantrum
1: no, they didn't have any internal. I had an internal well, I had an external <laughs> tantrum. But th- I did an internal conference in the first instance mm. and so I just had them presenting. Right, yes. And they didn't value it. No. And then they were pulling out all over the place. Mm. So I pulled it and I had a tantrum. Mm. And I thought, You want a bloody conference? <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a, a
0: conference. conference. <laughs>
1: so,
0: <laughs> And now they've got it with bells and whistles and people flying it in from all over the world. Amazing presenters. Talk to us, because it's happening this weekend, isn't it? Talk to us about some of the guests and speakers that you've got this weekend.
1: Well, do you know, what was great about me flying Kerry over was it was completely organic and spontaneous in that there was a horrible spat going on on Voice Geek. I I I won't even go there as to what it was about. But from this awful spat emerged Kerry's work and I remember moderating this, this annoying spat that was going on about, I can't remember what about now, I don't think I can, but anyway. And she came and responded with her work and I was like, wow. Mm. And then I'd got on Fantastic. To, and I e- emailed her and I said, come over. Yes. And so the next thing I knew, I was flying her over, uh, which was a bit insane. So that, that was very exciting. Um, so, yeah. What was the question? I forgot the question
0: Well, Just to talk to us about the, the, the guests that you've yeah, got so and the speakers w- that you've what got. What I
1: wanted when I put Boys Keep together, so I've, I suppose I've got a very clear vision, and that is to try and elevate the new voices. I got fed up, every time I looked at the conferences that were going on, it was the same people mm. who are fabulous. I'm mm. not undermining them at all, but it's, mm. it was kind of like, well, could we not have some new voices coming through? Um, so. Boys Geek Conference for me has a clear vision of trying to inspire the new researchers who may only, some of them are only do have only done very small scale projects, to carry on
0: yes. with
1: the research because I've come across that many fantastic minds that have completely blown me away. Yes. There's so much intellect out there, it's incredible. So to inspire them to carry on, but to work alongside those who are more experienced and to give them something to aspire to, so it's kind of like a circle. That's fabulous. Feeding. So That was really what in the way I set it up yes and um, it's worked so they my students some of my students are presenting but they had to apply and I had a an independent panel they I blinded they didn't know who blinded the cop blinded all of the research wow um, and then they scored it and that was it and that was how it was done and it was done on a hierarchy if you've got so many points you've got 20 minutes a few less points. You got fifteen minutes, and um, the person that was scoring didn't know the work, didn't know the people, so it was completely independent. That's incredible. Yeah. So I, that's what I wanted. I want people to feel that it's an esteemed thing to do. Yes. Otherwise, again, it, you know, it you're just, this work's going to get lost, and people aren't going to carry on. And it's a community. I think the one thing I learned from the 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 MA was that when you bring a community together, you get intense power from mm. that. Those bonds which you probably viewed last night in the pub. <laughs> 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 ah, when they're all out drinking. It's <laughs> so all they come to do really is drink. Oh yeah, and then they do some good work. <laughs> it certainly helps to power it along and I think that's what I've learned is that mm. community thing that's so important. Yes, that
0: mutual support.
1: Yeah, and getting it off the bloomin I mean I love voice geek. I didn't know it would grow to that many. Three and a half thousand members. I didn't know. It would do that, it was a bit insane really. But it's you know at the end of the day, it's social media, it's not the real world. Of course. So it's nice to get people together to actually realise they really like each other.
0: Yes, <laughs> and also um, sort of toddling along your own path as an independent practitioner can be quite a lonely journey. Yeah, and right. then when obviously you're researching, I can imagine that is as well. And therefore to be working alongside and yeah. to be able to share those challenges and successes together yeah as a, as a community must be really the glue that that holds everybody great. together it's and, and motivates and keeps people going and they must also pick each other up i imagine when they're flagging and you know losing inspiration or needing a bit of direction or support y- y- you've got that community there haven't you
1: absolutely and i don't know whether i'd have had the successes on the course without that really so they do, they, they, they power each other along um, and also, you know, one person gets the work in the other one goes, oh God, I'm not started. Yes, <laughs> so, motivation. It's, yeah, so it really is, it's key, mm. absolutely key.
0: And you're in a wonderful place here. We should sort of possibly tell the listeners that we are actually currently sat outside <laughs> in a camper van. With the birds tweeting and people That's arriving for today's shirt. course, because <laughs> Kerry's running her second day of her course today, isn't she? Yeah. So um, uh, yes, yeah, so you've got a you've got a brilliant place here. I mean, it's a beautiful location, isn't it? It is a beautiful
1: location, and it's a little bit it's a little bit crazy, isn't
0: it? I think it is. Talk to me about the chickens.
1: <laughs> so. When I brought Kerry over, I was thinking, I wonder what she's expecting. I wonder if she's got an image of me being in these big fancy sort of music rooms and it's all salubrious. And of course, I brought her to a load of chicken sheds and I could see her head looking round she <laughs> driving in. So we drew, drove through East Bergholt, which is beautiful. Yes. And she was like, oh, it's gorgeous, gorgeous it's chocolate box, you know, quintessentially British. And then we pulled into the chicken sheds and I could see she just thought, these are really quite unusual. <laughs> So basically they are a series of chicken sheds. It was the very first rural business centre apparently. So for me to find premises has been tremendously difficult. Um, I was in a very corporate place before I didn't really fit. Um, And then I found here, and it's converted chicken sheds essentially. um, And I thought, "Could could I do it? Could I bring people out to the arse end of nowhere to the chicken sheds? And the answer is yes, providing I provide really good people So people are They'll coming come. out. Here yes. Here, yes. But I have to put on some really good people. Yes.
0: And you do. And
1: I do. So it's keeping me on my toes, but I love it out here cuz it's so peaceful.
0: It's gorgeous. It is gorgeous. Mm. What are the challenges of bringing international guests to the UK? Is that is that easy, is it? No. Is, is it a struggle? <laughs>
1: It's getting through customs,
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. What is this, madam? It's a larynx.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I sometimes feel like, uh, yeah, so it's just flight delays. I have to get them in earlier than the day before, for example. Obviously, flights can delay for hours. Um, They have to have uh, work engagement permits and all of that kind of thing. All that has to be sorted out. So, Ken was my first one, and we didn't sort it out and I had a phone call from customs and he nearly got oh my goodness they loved him because he's so adorable and uh, (laughs) they kind of they wanted to keep him they decided he was a bumbling (laughs) academic bless him and they let him through so they phoned me up and because I was paying him you see that was it it's okay if they come in and I don't pay them but if they pay them Um. properly then they have to have a proper permit Mm. Um, so he hadn't uh, I didn't know and he didn't know and it was all a bit innocent really so I learned from that now uh, yeah, so it is challenging and hair-raising, and I wonder why I do it, really.
0: <laughs> well, because of all the and amazing results do, go, That's that, it. Not that doing it again. you're talking about. <laughs> what was your journey into voice yourself?
1: It was a bit barking, really, because I was uh, I was a jazz singer, and I wasn't really very good, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I was good musician. No, I am being really hard on myself. I kinda got onto the bottom low rung level. So I was doing national theatre, the jazz foyer, that kind of level, but my voice was really breathy. Mm. And I think it just seemed to get breathier and breathier. Mm, mm. And I thought, God, why is my voice so breathy? I just didn't understand why. And I knew it was well, I thought we were all physiologically built the same. So I'm obviously doing something wrong. Mm, and I'd mm. do a gig and obviously jazz is or on the mic so you can get away with an awful lot but i do a gig and it was honestly there's a hurricane coming through my vocal folds and the dryness it's yes. like i'd put a hair dryer on my folds mm. and so afterwards i'd yeah. be burnt yeah. literally a sensation of burnt mm. and i wasn't gigging enough for it to ever become a problem but i just thought i don't know it's just just something not right so i went along to an estill course which absolutely is run by um, Naomi Ayres, who's an Australian, came over to London, she was amazing, with Helen Tiller. Yes. And that just absolutely knocked me, like so many people who go to their first Estill course. Yes. I was like blown away. Yes. Absolutely blown away. And I then was sitting alongside some incredible singers with proper careers. <laughs> 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 Not just the old jazz gig, you know. <laughs> And they were singing, and the power, you know, when the voice is really good. And mm. I just thought, shit. <laughs> I want that. Which very difficult, because I actually was climbing the jazz ladder, mm. despite my breathy voice. Um, and I had to start again. So it's quite a painful process. Mm. I do have now full vocal full closure. I actually well went from nesting with Jeremy um, Fisher. Yes. And uh, he said I sounded like Charlotte Green. You know Charlotte Green? <laughs> 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 Can you imagine Charlotte Green singing? Singing. Yeah, that was how I was. So it sounds like was being cruel, cool, he was, it was very funny. I was laughing with him because we both knew that, we ha- that there was a problem there. Um, so I put that right now and now I'm just too old to sing. <laughs> too old to sing. Hang on a minute. Old, You're running courses old, about the aging
0: voice. We need to deal old with this assumption. <laughs> anyway,
1: there's a lot of pretty things coming up. They don't need me, but I am oh. in it. I still do. I'm in a three-part harmony trio, which I love. Oh, lovely. Yes, absolutely love it. All of the oogie woogie boy mm. and uh, all of that sort of stuff. So that's wonderful. So I'm still hanging on, clinging on with my fingertips.
0: That's great. <laughs> and and your personal knowledge, being part of. All of this information that's coming to your centre, it, you must have really seen a personal development oh, in your yeah. in your own awareness of, of of voice research science. Yes, you know the changes that there have been in pedagogical approach and possibility.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and I think that's the exciting thing is it's it's circular. So I'm learning from them where I need to be. It's mm. actually they mm. they feed into me and. I build things into the course in response to where they've gone. Yes. And hopefully, I'm working on a PhD with getting a PhD set up, which I think is going wow. to be my next move. How and wonderful. They will then teach the MA students. Yeah. So we get this whole circle. How lovely. Which is lovely because then yes. it's like, well, you'll get your money back. Yes.
0: Come earn it back. They can earn
1: it back. <laughs> earn it back. <laughs> so hopefully, you know, that's, that's the plan. Mm. It all feeds into one, but yeah I do, I, I, I don't teach voice but I am involved with the academic writing side of things, Yes, because uh, yes. I do actually have a very academic background so I, I've kind of got, I work actually with the research methods quite a bit and that's kind of become my specialist area. Oh. But obviously I, st- I read all the voice stuff as it comes through, so I'm always learning.
0: Yes, fantastic. <laughs> Who is your favourite voice ever?
1: Oh, do you know Ella? Gerald, mm. I think. A particular song? Oh, goodness. She's done so many, hasn't she? She
0: has. What's your favourite Ella track?
1: Sentimental Mood.
0: Sentimental Mood. Oh.
1: oh. <laughs> with a glass of wine? With a glass of wine, Okay,
0: yeah. excellent. <laughs> and can you share with us an aha moment that you had during your journey with the voice the big moment that I mean it sounds like maybe your first that course that you were talking about was was your aha moment oh yes
1: I think it was the Estelle course and I think that's why I know there's bit, sometimes this big backlash against us still and I and I know all of the arguments but she is part of our heritage
0: yes she is and I agree
1: I, I I think we need to be very respectful of because I think without her I wouldn't have been Mm. And I certainly wouldn't have got full vocal closure. Mm. Thank you very much for Jeremy Powell, who actually mm. <laughs> managed to fix my voice.
0: <laughs> and now you're using it in such a powerful way. Yes, yes. And facilitating all that you are. It's its incredible. It really is. You must be so proud.
1: I don't know, really. I, d- I don't really stop to think about it. I'm so busy. It's all been so organic and accidental in some ways. So oh. I just keep going and it's not really till i stop and I look back and I go, oh God, have I just done that? Mm. Have I just run a conference? Yes. That yeah, I then think, right, okay. That was What's mistake. next? Yes, <laughs> who am I
0: flying in next? Who have I got to get through customs next? No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you are an importer of the most extraordinary larynxes and, and, uh, and teachers of them, aren't you? <laughs> So I've what's got Ken
1: coming <laughs> next? I'm Tom. Tom Burke is coming. Fabulous,
0: over. fabulous. There are so many. I don't think he knows about
1: the chicken sheds.
0: Wonderful. <laughs> well. With his Animal Farm voices, he'll be right at home. I think he will, <laughs> Yes, actually. he'll I love it. He keeping. will love it, absolutely. <laughs> so where can people go to find out more about all of these wonderful... So you do short courses, yeah. you do the longer qualifications, you do the, the conference. Where, where do people go?
1: So it's all on my website, voiceworkshop.co.uk. And, uh, or just give us a call. I'm very accessible. That's fantastic. I've got an office number. You'll get D or myself.
0: That is fantastic. Well, for for now, Debbie, thank you so much for sharing us with us everything. <laughs> everything voice. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. One, two, three. Oh, it's the bread, the dream, vocal the vocal flow. Oh, it's the bro